Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, How to Forgive Yourself. So look, if you have been, maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you you recognize, man, like I'm making some mistakes here, or maybe it's pretty obvious you've made like some big mistakes like infidelity or like serious pornography problem or drugs or alcohol or something like that. Um, You know, we can get pretty down on ourselves. Um, As high achieving guys, sometimes we have that mindset of, oh, I need to be better. I need to be better. And when we make a big mistake, it can be pretty tough to forgive ourselves. That leads to a lot of issues. And we're going to talk about that today, kind of the issues it causes and how to get out of that. Um, so my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So sharing some weekly wins from guys in my program, my Strong Men Strong Marriages program. So guys, they're really making awesome progress. So it's so fun to watch and see um, having reconnection mentally, emotionally, and physically after separation, you know, getting together and enjoying time together. Super cool. Um, wives are apologizing to their husbands for their negative behavior. So a lot of guys will come in to my program and they'll say, my wife never apologized. Is it normal for my wife never to apologize? Um, <laughs> so um, a lot of that's because of just the way you're behaving and in your actions. Right. But when you're able to shift your thinking and approach and you are living more how you believe is right. Okay. A lot of times that will inspire your wife also to want to change. And, you know, I get feedback from wives often that that this has happened for them, that they want to be better because they're seeing their husbands be better. Guys, they're doing a better job of just listening and which creates more emotional intimacy in their marriage, which then can lead to physical and sexual intimacy, right? Guys, this is, this is a huge win, right? They're having increased spiritual strength each day. Their self-confidence is improving every day. Um, and that's really the biggest win because at the end of the day, what we're wanting, we're wanting our wife to uh, validate us in some ways, right? We want her to give us attention, appreciation, affection, sex, so we can feel good about ourselves. Um, but when we already feel good about ourselves, okay, she doesn't need to do any of that, which paradoxically, that's when she's more likely to give you those things when you don't need it, right? When you are strong and confident, which is attractive to her. Guys are feeling more hope, more direction. Okay. A lot of the guys, when they come into my program, they're, they're feeling pretty hopeless, right? Things are hard, right? Maybe they're dealing with infidelity, his or hers. Maybe they're, you know, their wife saying she wants a separation. It can feel pretty hopeless. Um, so once they come in, they feel like they have a direction and strength and know what they're doing, right? They have a plan and and support. And so they just feel a lot better very quickly, um, which is super fun to see. Uh, and then for me personally, having more patience, getting into my wife's shoes, she's having kind of a, a harder time right now. Um, kind of goes in cycles. You know, she's been through a lot of trauma in her life and there are certain times a year that are hard for her. This happens to be one of them. Um, and so typically I would, you know, kind of make it about me not really get into her shoes, kind of act, woe is me. But this time I'm able to, you know, stand on my own strength be more of a support for her, not be so needy. And it feels a lot better. And she feels better. She's opening up to me more. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm practicing the same things I try to teach you guys. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely not perfect. I'm, I'm, you know, improving as time goes on. So, you know, what you're trying now. Okay. So look, 
you have made mistakes in your marriage, 100%. Everybody has. Maybe it's more of that being a mosquito, right? You're kind of realizing, hmm, you know, I have been doing nice things, but expecting something back, right? And getting mad when I don't get that. And then being a dictator, telling her why she's wrong or what to do, or, you know, not really listening to her opinions. Okay. And you're realizing, yeah, you know, that is not very good. That's, that's a problem. Or maybe it's even more serious, right? That like you've looked at pornography for a long time and that finally came out to your wife and you're feeling really terrible about that. Or you've been unfaithful, right? Or you've just had really selfish or hurtful behaviors overall. And you're realizing these things and you're like, man, you know, this is bad, right? This is really, really bad. So you start feeling bad about the things you've done. Okay. So there's a difference between like the guilt of feeling badly about something you've done to hurt somebody or, you know, that you've done that's wrong. Okay. And then there's what a lot of us do, which is beating ourselves up about it. Okay. So a lot of times we feel like we only have two options. One is to just beat ourselves up over and over for the things we've done. Can't believe I did that. I'm such a loser. You know, why would I do that? How could I hurt my wife that way? You know, I'm such a bad husband. I'm such a bad father. Look at what a bad example I put for them. And we kind of feel like that's sort of like a good thing to do to punish ourselves for what we did. Okay. So we kind of think we either have that option or we have to just kind of forget about it and move on right? Like, okay, yeah, I made a mistake, but I can't change the past. So let's just move forward with it. Okay. And so a lot of times we just alternate between those two, right? Where one day we're really down on ourselves. I can't believe this. I'm such a bad father. I'm such a bad husband. You know, I'm supposed to be calling myself Christian here and I'm doing all this stuff that's wrong. You know, I'm just, how could I be this way? Right. Getting really down on ourselves. And then the next day we're like, well, I guess I can't change anything. So, you know, let's just move on. (laughs) Right. And so we go back and forth between those. And also we project those things onto our wife, right? And so like, if our wife says, Hey, look, I forgive you. Like, you you know, you come to your wife, like, I can't believe I did this. I hurt you so bad. It's so awful. And she's like, look, I forgive you. Right. But then we're like, no, no, really. It's, it's, it's so bad. You know, it was really terrible what I did. So in other words, we, you know, we just keep beating ourselves up. Even though she says she forgives us, we keep beating ourselves up. Okay. Or, if she like brings up our past mistakes, she's like, look, when you did that, that was hurtful. Look, yeah, I'm still hurt from when you were unfaithful or when you didn't do anything for my birthday or whatever. Right. And then we'll say to her something like, well, look, let's just move on. We can't change the past. Right. Sorry. So again, we're, we're projecting those things onto her because really we sort of feel bad about it, but we feel like, again, we only have those two options, which is beat myself up or just forget about it. Okay. And so again, if our wife brings it up, we tell her to forget about it. If she says, Hey, I forgive you. We try to beat ourselves up. Right. And so you start feeling bad because you can't seem to figure out the balance, right? How much do I beat myself up and how much do I just kind of move on? Okay. And your wife feels badly because she's caught up in your internal struggle. She can't win. Okay. She says she forgives you. You're beating yourself up. She tries to bring it up. You're saying, let's move on right? So she can't win because you can't win, right? Internally, you've got this going on and it's just coming out on her. Okay. So when you're in this kind of false dichotomy, these like, you think you only have these two options, you either are going to feel very depressed all the time, right? Or you're going to feel insensitive to her. Okay. Like, well, you know, look, that happened and let's move on. We're like, oh, I'm so, I'm so terrible. Right. And I can't believe I did this. 
Okay. And guess what? If you are insensitive to your wife or if you're really depressed and down on yourself, neither of those are very attractive to her. Okay. And neither of them feel very good. Right. So here, here's what you need to do instead. Right. What you need to do is understand what forgiveness is. Okay. And then it's different than faith and trust, which often those all get kind of lumped together. Okay. But they're, they're not the same forgiveness. It really just means letting go of punishment. That's what it means, right? I'm not going to punish myself anymore for what I did. Okay. It's not the same as just forgetting it and moving on, right? It's just not punishing yourself for it. Okay. So look, you don't need to punish yourself anymore, right? You know what you did was wrong. You know what you did was a problem. Okay. So you don't need to keep telling yourself that you're a bad person for what you did. Okay. Telling yourself you're a bad person. Again, that puts you in this like negative depressed state, which isn't really what God wants for you. It's not really what, it's certainly not what's attractive and it also doesn't feel very good. Okay. You don't need to invite criticism on yourself. Okay. If your wife says, I forgive you, you don't need to tell her, no, like I really am bad and look at all these things I did. Basically trying to like make her tell you you're a bad person <laughs> or like if you're talking to a, like a church leader or something, like you don't need to try to make them tell you you're a bad person to like confirm that for you. Okay. So like you don't need to be beaten anymore, right? You don't need to be beaten with stripes. Like there's, there's a scripture in Isaiah that I'm going to share in a minute here. It talks about, you know, because of what Jesus did, it's with Jesus's stripes and punishment that we're healed. Okay. So if you keep taking on yourself to beat yourself up, you're really kind of not honoring what Jesus did for you. That's the hard truth of this, right? So instead of just like forgetting that, what Jesus did for you, you need to just remember and give thanks to Jesus. Hey, like with his stripes, we're healed, right? That's from Isaiah 53 verse five. Okay. And I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible, which kind of gives more translation options for the original words. Okay. So it says about Jesus, but he was wounded for our transgressions. Okay. So look, there, there is like a, a punishment that should be there for doing wrong. Okay. But the good news is Jesus took care of that for us. Okay. Especially that like emotional and spiritual burden. Okay. Or punishment, Jesus took that on. Okay. So again, from the Amplified Bible, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our wickedness or our sin or our injustice or our wrongdoing. Okay. He got crushed for that. You know, we talk about like the Garden of Gethsemane, like the olive press, you know, there's that crushing weight of sin that Jesus took. Okay. So you don't need to like go pick up a rock and like crush yourself with it. Like Jesus took care of that already. All right. Then it says the punishment, which was a required punishment for our well-being fell on him. Okay. He took that. So you don't need to punish yourself anymore for it. Okay. And by his stripes or his wounds, we are healed. Okay. So trust in that, right? Trust that Jesus took care of it. Okay. When you're beating yourself up, right? You are actually not honoring that Jesus took that on for you. Not to add more guilt, but just to help you understand what you're doing, right? You're, you're, you're not accepting what Jesus did for you. Okay. So just instead of beating yourself up, trust that Jesus took that punishment for you. Okay. So you don't need to punish yourself anymore for it and just show him gratitude. Tell him, thank you. 
you know, thank you for taking that on. I'm glad I don't have to, to carry that weight anymore. Right. So again, like beating yourself up, it shows you don't actually really trust what Jesus did for you. You're trying to do it to yourself. Okay. Instead of trusting that Jesus took care of it. Okay. So some guys will then think to themselves, okay, well, if Jesus took care of it, then then yeah, just move on. Right. Let's just forget about it. You know, I'm just, I'm forgiven. Okay. But is that the right move? Right. Should you just like forgive and forget and tell your wife, Hey, forget about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I hurt you, but I'm forgiven by Jesus. Right. So no, right. We don't want to do that. So we, we make mistakes so that we can learn from them. Okay. That's the point. You're not going to forget about what you did. And in fact, it's not a great idea to forget about what you did. Right. And again, this is the distinction. You don't have to beat yourself up, but you also don't want to forget, right? You want to take lessons from this that you're going to continue throughout your life so you don't repeat the same mistakes, okay? So just think to yourself, okay, what lessons can I take from the things that I did wrong, right? If there's more of that mosquito, okay, like when I bought those flowers for her, that intention was to like get appreciation from her. Next time, let me make sure when I get flowers, it's just to show that I care about her, right? So I've already won. Okay. It doesn't really matter her reaction. If she reacts, not how I, like if she's not as grateful as maybe I thought she might be, Hey, maybe something's going on with her. Maybe it's not about me. Right. Or maybe it is. Maybe it's because I've been the mosquito for so long. You know, she doesn't really see that. That's okay. Right. I'm okay with myself that I did this for a right reason. So again, it's not that you forget, Oh, I used to be a mosquito. It's you remember and then you learn from it. Okay. You grow from it. How are you going to ensure that you don't make the same mistakes again? Okay. What lessons will you take to make sure that happens, right? If you use pornography a lot, how can you learn from the times you've, you've used pornography to manage your thoughts and emotions better so that you don't fall into that again, okay? We talk about that in my program. There's a whole like course you get as part of the program to help you overcome pornography. That's an issue for you, okay? How can I turn this into a gain, right? A gain of knowledge and experience, okay? If you did something serious like an affair, yeah, that hurt a lot of people, but how can you turn that into a lesson, right? How did I get myself into that? How will I make sure that I don't go that direction again? What strengths do I need to build so that doesn't happen? You see the difference, right? It's not beating yourself up about it saying, man, like that was wrong. And let's learn from that and make sure that doesn't happen again. Okay. That's the approach you want to take. Okay. That's the balance that you find. It's not, oh, like, yeah, forget about it. I'm forgiven. Who cares? It's, and it's not, oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so horrible. I can't believe I did this. I'm awful. No one should ever forgive me. Right. It's yeah, that was wrong. And Jesus took the punishment for it. And I'm going to take lessons from that, that I'm going to apply for the rest of my life. Okay. See the difference. See how that feels strong. See how that's solid. See how that incorporates. Yeah. Look, I did something wrong, but also incorporates that faith in yourself that you can improve. Okay. The faith in Jesus that he took that punishment for you. So you don't need to take it anymore but also taking that wisdom from these mistakes with you, okay? So look, the pain of that memory, it will help you avoid making the mistakes again, okay? I think God lets us remember some of that pain just for like, oh yeah, let me make sure I don't do that again. So an example from my life, this is a more physical one. So for some reason, so we went to this, um, like one of these jump places, trampoline places, you jump into foam pits and stuff like that. So I went to one and for some reason I decided that pit of foam was like a invincibility pit. And I I jumped up (laughs) and tried to do like a double front flip, which I had never done before. Um, 
But I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll be fine. So I do this double front flip and I open my eyes right at the end. I'm looking up, but my face is about to hit like the ground. Okay. Not the ground. I mean, it's still a foam pit, but um, like it could have broken my neck really easily, right? Just the way I was coming down. I really think God just like gave me a, a help on that one. So I didn't break my neck, but like I could feel like that could have been it. Like I could have been paralyzed or dead easy by the way I was coming down. So I still remember that, right? I will never try that again, right? But also I don't have to beat myself up or, oh, that was so dumb, Mike. Like, how could you do that to your family? You know, that was, that was so stupid. You know, I don't need to do that. But I can say, wow, that was not a good idea. And let, I will for sure not try that anytime in the future. Okay. Or like a more for this podcast, maybe appropriate one. So my wife's business was growing a lot for a while and I was jealous of that. I was not supporting her because of that. That was not good, right? That was not the kind of husband I want to be. That was not the type of man. I think Jesus wants me to be is none of that. Right. Um, so look, I could either beat myself up. Oh, Mike, like you're such a bad husband. How could you do that? You know, it's that set a bad example for your kids. You're such a loser, right? I could go there or I could say, oh yeah, well, that was a mistake, but whatever. But instead I'm like, I, and I even review this like daily really that man, like that was a time that that was not who I want to be. Right. So next time it with whatever my wife's doing, I want to make sure I'm a support to her for it. So like, I still remember that pain. Right. Um, but I use it, right. I use it as a lesson so that I don't make that same mistake again. Okay. So that's the balance that you want to find, right? So then coming back to forgiveness, faith, and trust. So forgiveness, you're going to stop punishing yourself, right? You're going to have faith that you can change and you know, faith, right? You need to have a reason for faith. And again, that reason is I learned some lessons from it that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. Right. And then also trust, trust builds over time, right? Trust builds as you grow and you don't make that same mistake again. Right. But if you do make that same mistake again, right? So let's say it's pornography, right? You're like, okay, I'm not going to do it again. And then you go look at it again. You know, it's very easy to fall back into that self-loathing, right? I'm such a loser. I can't believe this, right? Basically punishing yourself. Okay. Not forgiving yourself. Okay. That's easy to do, but again, it's not useful, right? You just need to take the lesson from it. Remember, Hey, look, Jesus didn't put a limit on this. Remember Jesus said 70 times seven. That's how many times you need to forgive somebody. Okay. Which really basically meant forgive them as many times as it takes. In other words, you don't need to keep punishing this person, even if they make the same mistake over and over is really what that means. Okay. So it's the same process, right? So like, man, yeah, I did that again. Shoot. Okay. I guess I didn't quite learn that lesson. Let me make sure this time around, I really take some more lessons. Okay. And write them down and make sure that I really integrate those into my life experience here. You know, you have faith. I can change. I believe that. Okay. And yeah, did I lose some trust in myself by making the same mistake? Yes. Okay. Can I build that trust back up? Yeah. Right. As I grow and learn this lesson and apply it. Okay. So again, yeah, you don't beat yourself up. You learn from it. The other thing too, you got to remember is if your wife reminds you of these things. Okay. So she's like, yeah, you didn't support me in my business or yeah. Like it did really hurt when you had an affair or yeah. When you looked at pornography, I felt horrible. Okay. Again, you you don't need to, she's not trying to punish you most likely. Okay. She's really just trying to express her pain. She's just saying, man, you know, this hurt. And she's trying to like share that with you. 
Okay. So instead of making it about you, like, oh, don't, don't remind me of that. That's hurtful for me. Why can't you just forgive me? Right. Don't make it about you. Okay. Just listen to her without trying to fix it. And you're not going to need to fix it as much when you're able to forgive yourself. Okay. You're like, look, I don't need to punish myself. I need to learn from this. Even what she's telling me, I can learn even more right from this and say, okay, yeah, that really hurt her. So I'm going to keep that logged away about how bad this hurt. Right. And also I can just listen to her and let her vent. I've used the example before of when she's telling you this, it's like you, you did wound her by the things you did. And her telling you is like that wound draining out. Okay. That pus like coming out. And is it fun for that pus to land on you? No. But when you have this approach of forgiving yourself, right? Look, I'm, I'm not trying to punish myself. I don't think she's trying to punish me here either. She's trying to share with me the pain, right? And I can integrate that. I can learn from this. Okay. I can become better. I'm already forgiven. Jesus covered this for me, right? But I'm going to learn and grow from this. Okay. Just use it as a reminder of why you don't want to make the same mistake again. Man, yeah, that really hurt. I don't want to do that again. Right. Okay. Why this work is because when you're at peace with yourself, you just feel a lot better. Okay. When you're not trying to punish yourself anymore, you feel okay. Right. You're aligned with your faith in Christ's ability to forgive you. You're not trying to beat yourself up. You know, Jesus covered that for you. Okay. And then look, you don't need your wife or others to forgive you or, you know, to change or to stop bringing up the past. Right. Because you're okay. Right. You're like, yeah, I made that mistake for sure. Right. I'm learning from it every day. You know, when you bring this up, I appreciate it. It helps me remember, you know, and learn, you know, not to do that again. And also I just want to listen and hear and be, and, you know, be there for you through this. Okay. Cause internally you're okay. Where you start falling apart is when you don't really forgive yourself. You still feel like that punishment. Okay. And then when other people kind of seem to be bringing that on, you take it very personally. Okay. So now, instead of doing that, right, if you really forgive yourself, you are going to take it as an opportunity to learn when your wife brings up your past mistakes, right? You're not in a rush to push your wife into forgiving you because you've already forgiven yourself. So whether she does or not, right, that's up to her and you're okay with that, right? And you also understand that trust is going to take time. So you're like, yeah, you're going to probably hurt for a long time because of what I did. You're going to take, it's going to take a long time to earn trust back. But look, here's the lessons that I learned from it. Here's what I'm implementing to make sure that I don't do it again definitely open to your feedback and look, trust is going to build over time. Okay. So when you have that approach, right, you're not like, you got to forgive me. You got to trust me. Give me a chance. Right. Which drives her away and makes her trust you less. Instead, if you're like, look, I do forgive myself, meaning I don't feel like I need to punish myself, but I do definitely need to learn a lot from what I did. And here's the things I've learned. Here's what I'm implementing. Okay. And I know it's going to take time to earn your trust back. Again, that feels so much better to you. And paradoxically, when you're not in that rush for her to change, okay, it actually makes the trust building process go a lot faster. Okay. So what do you need? You need some skills to be able to do this. So you need to have an increased connection with God and be working on that every day. Okay. You need a system in place to remind yourself of these truths each day, right? And remember the lessons. Okay. You need really good skill in managing your thoughts and emotions expertly, which pretty much not very many people have, right? So you need to learn a system that's going to help you do that and practice it so that you're really good at it. You need the ability to listen to your wife without making it about you, which definitely takes some practice and some skill. You need the ability to express yourself well, get to win-win agreements with your wife, right? You need to have patience with yourself and with your wife. So 
those are some of the things that you need, right? So we talked about the three pillars. You need trust, right? Which we talked a lot about today, forgiveness, faith, and trust. You need communication. You need to be good at that. Listening, expressing yourself, getting to it wins. You need intimacy, being able to bring fun and flirty and passion in a positive way. So you're going to learn how to do all of that in strong men, strong marriages, right? We start with becoming a strong man. That's what today's is about, right? When you can forgive yourself in this correct way, and it's about learning and not you know, letting go of punishment, but accepting that you need to learn. Okay. You become a stronger, more attractive man. Okay. And then you need to learn to listen and communicate well and bring intimacy that creates a strong marriage. Okay. So we're going to teach you how to do that. You're going to go 90 days. You're going to learn these skills. You're going to become a much stronger, much more attractive, much more solid man. Okay. So come apply to join today, strongmenstrongmarriages.com and over there, fill out an application. Then I'll get back to you with your, your best next steps. All right. Stay strong, men. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.